Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. Welcome to the Tayday Podcast. I'm your host, Devontae. And today, I just want to spend the remainder of this podcast talking about and reviewing a movie that I just seen over the weekend that I'm pretty sure many people have seen over the weekend. A movie that's been talked about for the past couple days. Probably in some circles it's been talked about good, but in many it's been ridiculed ever since it was announced. And honestly, seeing it in person for the first time I could kind of agree with some of those thoughts. Um, now, I'm pretty sure some people who are listening to this podcast have seen the Sony movie, Madam Web. It's a continuation of Sony Spider-Verse that they have created with some help with Marvel, but it's not Marvel's property per se. It's Sony's own, and so far, it has been, I would say, um, four movies in, including this one. Um, Now, I know a lot of people like the first Venom, and I know some people like Venom, Let There Be Carnage. A lot of people dislike Morbius. Now, I have seen... Venom, I have seen Venom Let There Be Carnage. I have slightly seen Morbius. The only reason I didn't finish that was because 15 minutes in, I was just disinterested and I started to fall asleep. So I did finish that. But going into Metal Web without seeing Morbius, it kind of, you know, had my expectations not set too high, but. 10% of my expectations were that this movie cannot be worse than Morbius. The Mean King is morbid time. <laughs> but after seeing the film, I can gladly say that there is one positive that I have taken away from this movie that not many people have reached on. Like, every reviewer I have seen review this movie since last week has no positive remark on this movie. I think I might be one of the only ones. So, let's get that out the way first. Okay, so... The only positive I have for this movie is that I could slightly see the direction that the producers and Sony Films tried to steer this movie in. Now, while that idea isn't clear all the way throughout the movie, in the beginning, it's a slight appearance of this concept that they're trying to bring to light and I could slightly see it for a second 
the bad thing about that is it quickly loses its focus on a plot point that it is trying to steer itself in and instead it likes to go in a much weirder direction that Sony films did not have to go down and unfortunately for them that direction has charted this movie in a territory they did not want this movie to go in now I said this movie is bad this movie is so bad that I have written notes while watching this movie you guys I'm not kidding I have 10 pages of bad notes for this movie and uh Bulk of those notes are directed towards the direction of this movie and the actual script for this movie, guys. Oh, my God. There's a lot of bad movies out there with bad scripts. And no, I am not saying Madam Webb has the worst script of all time. I mean, there has been worse movies with worse scripts. But for Sony for Sony films to have the gods to wanna adapt Madam Web into the Sonyverse, Spider-Verse, this script should have been so much better. This script is a shambu. It is a collective of ideas brought to light by producers and screenwriters who have no idea what the source material is for this character. Now, me having a history with Marvel, I've loved Marvel since I was a little kid. My favorite superhero was and still is to this day Spider-Man. Spider-Man to me is one of the most relatable superheroes because he doesn't come in with a billion dollars. He doesn't come in with a gang full of friends and he doesn't have the he doesn't have the he doesn't have the necessary needs to get everything that he needs. This guy makes his own tools, but there's some humility within this character that a lot of people can gravitate to. That's just Spider-Man. Okay. Now, if you are well inversed into the Spider-Verse, you will know that Madam Web is the linchpin for all spider people to connect. That right there 
is Madam Web's purpose within the Spider-Verse to lichpin every spider person in the universe together and she's there as a clairvoyant to sometimes help whenever the situation gets too serious we have realized this and we have seen this multiple times not only in literature not only in comics but there is a Spider-Man show from the 1990s that I have watched as a kid that has introduced plethora of characters introduced in the Spider-Man comics. One of them was Madam Web. She has a lot of episodes where she plays a clairvoyant and an aid to Spider-Man whenever he's in dire need of assistance. So whenever Nick Fury isn't there, whenever Iron Man isn't there, whenever you don't have his friends there, you can for sure bet Madden Web is there. You guys, when I tell you during this movie... They did not drive that point home the way that I thought they were. In fact, they were beating around the bush about this character's abilities and her main point of being in this universe. Now, does she sort of play the lichpin to spider people in this movie? Yes and no. Yes, because they introduced three Spider-Women in here. And she kidnaps them. But only to protect them. But she waits forever to tell them why she does that. And it's supposed to set up a comedic point between her and the NYPD that she is kidnapping these kids. You guys, the comedic timing of that was so off because you have Ezekiel chasing them through the subway and it's supposed to be very serious, but Sony Films, for some reason, could not get the tone of that scene right And instead, that scene is lost in between two tones. You don't know if you're supposed to laugh or if you're supposed to see Ezekiel as a menace. The wall crawling CGI on that scene didn't help drive home that menacing point at all. It was shoddy at best. I have seen better wall crawling in a PS2 Spider-Man video game, okay? I don't know if Sony wanted to rush this movie out to protect the IP that they have from going over to Marvel because there's something within the contract that Sony has to put out a certain amount 
of Spider-Man related films in order to keep that property. Now, from Venom 1 all the way to this movie, if you go back and watch those collectively, you can kind of see that point being driven home because the quality of the Sonyverse films Excluding the animated Spider-Man movies, I think those stand alone on their own. Those are like top tier, masterclass examples of getting the source material right. Also adding in a sprinkle of your own ideas, but staying true to the concept and the source material. This film does none of that at all okay Madam Webb yes she's a clairvoyant in this movie okay but she does not want to be the lichpin for these spider girls at all in fact when she sees the vision of these of, of these girls that she has to protect and she sees who's coming after them she unwillingly tries to save them and then after saving them she tries to dump the girls off to their parents okay they're being chased by Ezekiel the guy who killed Cassandra Webb's mother in Peru while on an expedition for spiders. Take that in. Ezekiel, the bad guy, was on an expedition in the beginning of the movie with Cassandra Webb's mom and her team over in Peru to discover spiders that they thought were myth that held supernatural DNA that Cassandra Webb's mom wanted to use in order to heal herself because she got news in the beginning that this baby wouldn't survive. Off rip, you could tell where the movie was going after Ezekiel came up. He killed the team, shot the mother, Ran off with the spider, left her for dead, and to conclude that point, he was getting chased by the Las Aranas, which are Peruvian spider people, okay? Now, let me remind you, Ezekiel did not have any powers. He did not get bitten by that spider yet. He did not inherit powers. Like a mutant, he was powerless. 
The only thing this guy had was a gun and his balls in Peru. He somehow escaped spider people in the Peruvian jungle with no powers. How do you screw it up from there? Was my question. You want to know how they screwed it up from there? With the introduction of Ben Parker. Yeah, that's right. Ben Parker is introduced in this movie as a paramedic. Now, I didn't have a problem with them putting their spin on the occupation that Ben Parker has. My only problem with introducing Ben Parker is Ben Parker is Spider-Man's uncle. Okay. He was the one to instill in Peter that great power comes with great responsibility. A classic line for Spider-Man. It's like It's like Batman saying he's Batman. It's classic. It comes with the character. It makes the character that character. It's essential for that character to either hear that line or him run across that line in some sort of aspect. It's just essential in a Spider-Verse to me. They screwed the line up, guys. They screwed the responsibility line. And they scrubbed all mention of Spider-Man in this movie, okay? They do not mention Spider-Man. There's no connection to Spider-Man. Spider-Man is non-existent in this movie. But Ben Parker and Spider-Man's mom are introduced in this movie. I asked myself, why would they introduce Spider-Man's uncle and mom in this movie if they were not going to include a slight mention or a tease of Spider-Man, the main character who you're doing a spin-off movie of. I can only come up with two answers for why they did that. The first one is they're trying to make Model Web into her own franchise. So they did not want her getting a boost from Spider-Man. They want her to stand up on her own two legs. <laughs> They want her to be her own force without having to push from Spider-Man. And my second idea of why they have no mention of Peter or Spider-Man in this movie 
is because the screenwriters did not attempt to add him in. It's a rush project. It's probably an AI generated script. And they just needed something to keep the IP. Both of these can be right. Both of these have some resemblance of being right through this movie if you see it through its whole entirety. I believe that Sony thought if they did a spinoff of Spider-Man that people who love Spider-Man would immediately flock to this give it praise, love it suck his dick and will want a part two just like how they did Venom the problem with that is not only do you not mention Spider-Man but for a Spider-Man spinning off that you're trying to probably do a trilogy of you kind of shat the bed with the first movie which is supposed to be the foundation of a so-called trilogy. You shat the bed on this one. By not putting any action in this movie whatsoever. If there's any action in this movie, it is the blandest, most cringiest, most shattiest looking action. There was no thought process put into there, put into the action scenes. Only with product placement were there any ideas. And you guys, there's a lot of product placement through this movie. I think that's how this movie got made, is by the money from product placement. There's a lot of Pepsi product placement in this movie. This movie takes place in like 2003, 2004. So there's a lot of Pepsi product placement. You also see uh, for the slight second Blockbuster, which is out of business now, which used to be my favorite video store to go to. So what I think Sony tried to do was product placement in a Spider-Man movie. to get more money for this movie because I can honestly tell you guys if there was no product if there was no product placement in this movie this movie probably wouldn't have got made guys okay this movie probably wouldn't have got made there is no action in this whatsoever when you hear a Madden web and in a trailer, how they introduce the spider women and their costumes, you immediately think, oh my god, there's going to be three spider women in suits throughout this movie. There's going to be a lot of action. They're going to give each spider women their own characteristics, their own personality. And it's going to be a great movie. The only problem with that is Sony's name is slapped on this Signed, sealed, and delivered. And their track record isn't good. So that gave me 
slight hope. And my hope is gone for any good spinoff Spider-Man movie. There was no action in this. Only at the end were there a couple action scenes. They were shit. They were contrived really terribly. I mean, seriously, a fight in a fireworks warehouse underneath a Pepsi sign does not sound like good action to me. That sounds like product placement. This movie shouldn't have been called Madam Web. This movie should have been called Product Placement the Movie. And that trailer. Yeah, that nice trailer that Sony set up for us. To put some pizzazz on this movie. To make it seem like we were actually getting Spider-Women. We only get these spider women in these suits for like three minutes. And that three minute time mark is a gene. It's a dream sequence. Okay. It is a dream sequence of spider women in suits. They do not appear in their suits any other time in this movie. When I tell you, Sony has fleeced us so bad. It's shameful. Because they had to use shitty tactics and lies in a trailer to convince us to see this movie. If Sony Weather has just stuck in with the source material of Madam Web, it could have been a good movie. If you would have gave Madam Web better characteristics instead of a dry, comedic, unsympathetic, shitty person. We probably would have cared for the character more, but instead, we don't care for this character. We hope she never gets another movie. And we hope that Marvel can retcon Madam Web because at this point, Sony, I lost my faith. In the storytelling of the spot of the Sony verse, I believe that they will hire the two same writers again for another movie. Which, by the way, these two writers for Madam Web, they worked on a number of movies before. Let me give you two of these movies that they worked on. The Last Witch Hunter with Vin, with Vin Diesel. And Morbius. 
Yeah, that's right. It's Morbid Time. They worked on that movie. And for some reason, the suits at Sony thought it was a good idea to have the writers of Morbius write another movie. Now, you guys, I don't know if you heard the saying before, but it's very common. And stop me if you heard this before. Insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again and you expect different results. That saying encapsulates what Sony is doing right now. It is complete insanity to think that you could have the same writers write a movie and another movie and another movie and another movie and think that you will get a different result. Pure sanity. Now, if you have seen Madam Web or if you anticipate on seeing Madam Web, please, 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 please. Listen to the dialogue and tell me that that script doesn't sound like it was given to a bunch of fourth and fifth graders and then passed on to Sony. Hell, you know what? I think fourth and fifth graders could probably make a better script than what the script writers over at Sony has done. It sounds like it's been AI generated. I've been hearing rumblings through the YouTube universe that, yeah, the script was partly AI generated. And if that is true, that you AI generated a script for a Rush movie, Sony, I think you might be causing more harm to yourself by making these movies than by not making these movies. Also, let me touch on this line. You remember how earlier I said they butchered the line with great power comes great responsibility. This is the line that we spewed out in Madam Web. If you accept responsibility, you will inherit incredible powers. How hard is it to take the most basic line in Spider-Man the most commonly heard line in Spider-Man 
and just assert that into this movie, it is not that hard. Instead, the heads over at Sony wanted this movie to stand on its own. So they thought it was a good idea to change Uncle Ben saying, and my God, Uncle Ben in this movie is a shithead. I love Adam Scott. I think Adam Scott is a funny actor. I think he has good roles. And leave it up to me. I think he probably could have been better in this movie. The problem is the script did not allow him to be better. There's a part in this movie where Cassandra Webb drops off the three spider girls to Ben Parker so she can go on the expedition to Peru to go on a mommy's trip to figure out why her mom hates her so much. She insists that Ben Parker that these girls are in danger. Somebody is after them. They need to stay out of sight. She stresses that. Mary Parker tells everybody that her water breaks. So Ben naturally has to take her to the hospital. The spider girls want to tag along after Cassandra specifically tells Ben that they're being chased by Ezekiel. Ben, being the guy he is, guess what he does? He takes the girls with him and they instantly get spotted on a satellite that Ezekiel has taken over with Cobes from an NSA agent he slept with and poisoned. Now, I did not mention that part because it is stupid. That is where the dream secrets occurs. It's a waste of time because it is a tease of a teaser that is not here. So not only did Sony butcher Madam Webb and the three Spider Women, they also butcher they also butcher Ben Parker. And now Ben Parker just seems like a shithead who doesn't care about anybody but him, Mary, and Peter, who does not even get mentioned by name in this movie. Jesus Christ. I have a lot more notes <laughs> for this movie, but since it's the first episode of my brand new podcast, I just wanted to make this kind of short and not drag it on too much, but we could get the spoilers, more spoilers probably in the next episode, but I just want to end this review by saying that, yeah, 
I did see the potential in the beginning, but that potential was clearly marred in the first 30 minutes by terrible script writing. Terrible acting by everyone. No one has good acting or good scenes in this movie. Okay. It seemed like everybody mailed in this performance to get a check. This was a check movie for everybody involved. This was not a passion project. And you can clearly tell because there's no chemistry for anybody in this movie. Nobody has time to develop in this movie whatsoever. Even Cassandra Witt. She doesn't have the proper time to develop into a character that the audiences can gravitate to and understand. Hell, she doesn't even understand herself. And that's not good main character material. So, I end this review by saying, watch with caution. If you do decide you want to pay to see this movie, but if you decide you don't want to pay to see this movie, it is better to wait to watch this movie on streaming services. So then, you could get the full smell of the shit that is rotting in this movie. With that being said, my review score for this movie is a 1 out of 10. I wanted to get this movie a 0 so badly, but there is one positive in this movie that elevates it to a 1, and that's only because in the first 15 minutes, I could kind of see the direction they were going in, so there is sight of a direction. It's just that that direction is ran over, shattered on, sat on fire, and buried too fast. This movie doesn't give the plot any time to develop or breathe. And it's unfortunate because I really think that if this movie had time to be developed, made right, and cared under the right people, I believe this movie could have been a 7 or 8. But this is a check movie for everybody involved. It is product placement, the movie. And that is why this movie gets a 1 out of 10. I didn't even want to be harsh on this movie. It's a lot of people that were harsh on this movie. That's why I didn't want to go into spoilers because I actually wanted to end this review slightly positive, but since it's getting a 1 out of 10, it's probably no positive at all. So thank you, Sony, once again, for giving us a bottom of the barrel Marvel associated movie. You really outdone yourselves this time. Please stop. Thank you everybody for listening to the Tay Day podcast. I didn't want to drag this on too long. 
I think 40 minutes, 41 minutes is proper enough time for the first episode. I'm your host, Devontae. Thank you guys for listening again. And on that note, peace, positivity, love. And wait to see this shitty movie, guys. And we're out.